Hello and welcome to this Microsoft 365 update for January 2021. We're going to have a look back at the whole month and we're going to have a look at some delayed features to start with. That's not to be negative, that's just so you know what's happening to a handful of features that you might be looking forward to, but also it's a useful recap of what we covered last month. We're going to have some updates on SharePoint, Teams, some IR stuff, Got something really exciting called Viva for you to have a quick look at. Then we're going to look at some bite-sized updates, just some quick one-liners, some features that are worth what you're looking out for, some ones to watch a bit further down the line, and then we'll just talk about how you can keep in touch. Okay, so we're going to get started with these delays. So reactions in Teams meetings are delayed, so look out for those mid-March. For those of you looking for a bit more order, to your large meetings, so meetings over 40 people. You'll have to wait a little bit longer, late March uh, to late April for those. That enhanced Teams calling experience, which I cannot wait for because I've been looking at the old one for so long, looking at late February for that. And then a nice boost to the amount of people that you can have in your team. We're looking at uh, late February to boost that team membership up to 25,000 people. Let's start with SharePoint. So we're looking at uh, It'd be a little bit easier to find and use uh, the web parts for your web pages and for your posts. And what this is going to do is uh, some more options. It's going to categorize the web parts that you use, but also makes it easy for you to toggle between different views, gives you your frequently used web parts, and uh, gives you some descriptions about what they are as well. So that's a nice little titch coming for uh, SharePoint. You can look out for that from mid-February onwards. Okay, next up, we've got Teams that is going to start queuing messages when you're offline. So you know currently, if you go offline, Teams uh, doesn't like it, and it's, when you go back online, it tells you that the message didn't send and asks you, do you want to resend it, or should you just delete it? Okay, so phase one of this change means that if you're offline for less than 24 hours, it will just send those messages. Any greater than 24 hours, and helpfully, I think, because things can change, it's going to ask you what you want to do with that message. Next phase is the ability to edit those queued messages. So you're still offline, you've sent something, something has changed, you can pop in and edit that uh, message that's queued up and then it will just go when you get back online. So look out for that early to late February. Some theme and icon updates coming to Teams. This applies to the default and dark theme colors. So the updates include the uh, big change to the app bar down the side. You can see here it's pretty subtle, but I'm just going to try and highlight it on the screen for you. Just a bit of shadowing between uh, the, the, the different panes. You can see there as well between the app bar and the rail. Uh, but also some of the buttons are getting rounded off uh, a little bit. Um, so you can look, at, look out for this both in the, the web and the app versions of Teams. And availability rolling out uh, mid to late February. But if you want to, you can have a sneak peek of this. So just hang on a sec and I'll show you how to do this. Okay, so you can see that I've got my teams up on the screen now. So I'm gonna click on my photograph, top right hand corner, and then go to click on about, and then I'm going to go into the developer view and switch to developer preview. Uh, you might, that might be public preview on yours. So let's just give this a second and it will come back. Okay, and at first glance, it looks like nothing has changed. So let us just go back into our photograph and I'm going to change my settings and go back into dark mode, 
come back into my default and come out of there. And now you can see that down on the left hand side, I've got uh, that new look. And if you're in a meeting as well, then you're gonna get the ability to send uh, your, your emoji cons and your reactions onto the screen as well. So worth looking out for that. And then when you're done, click back on your photograph, go back to uh, about, undo that developer view, and you go back to normal. Okay, so like I say, look out for that in February. And our next one is the history menu in Teams. This looks great. Okay, this is really something to look forward to. So Microsoft are introducing a Teams history menu. So use it by hovering over the forwards and backwards buttons uh, and the navigation at the top. And what you'll see is your recently visited locations. Okay, so that's just a nice easy way for you to just hop back to something you've looked at previously. Look out for that early to late February. And next up we have, this went really down really well with uh, the colleagues that I work with, text formatting in forms. Forms is great, okay, but they can look a little bit boring. This is, this is not a massive change, but it means that you can add bold, italics, and underlining to your forms. Use it in surveys and quizzes and whatever you're doing there. And you can see there that we're talking about a toolbar, uh, the, the hub, the, when you hover, it, it pops up. Uh, but also you can use your short your keyboard shortcuts. Availability-wise, look out for that anytime now up until early February. For users of Outlook on the web, this is quite nice. This new search in Compose mode. Now it makes it easier to add files and notes to your emails. So when you're in the text in the body of your email, if you press, if you click forward slash, then it's going to look at or the, the OneDrive and the, the SharePoint files that you've got access to, it's going to look at your notes that you've got as well and suggest those for you that you should put in. And that, knowing the way these things are going, it's going to look, look at uh, the, the, the context of, of the email and, and what's in those, those files. Or it might be just as simple as, has it got that letter in there? Okay, so it'll be interested to see how that pans out. Look out for uh, the pop-up telling you to try this feature so it'll walk you through it when it's available to you, which you can expect sometime between February and into late May. I don't know why that's such a big, uh, such a big window, but uh, quite a big window there. Here's quite a big thing that's coming our way. This is Viva, the employee experience platform uh, for Microsoft. Now, I wasn't aware of this on the day that it appeared. Uh, Malcolm Bullock brought it to my attention, but it's well worth a look. It's going to bring together your, your communications, your knowledge, your learning, your resources, and bring them all into one place. So there's different parts to it. Viva Connections will offer a new way for leaders to shape culture and invite employees to participate in building an inclusive workplace that helps everyone succeed by giving people a curated, company-branded experience that brings together relevant news, conversations, and other resources. Viva Connections is personalized and appears in the apps and devices employees already use every day, such as Microsoft Teams. Okay, so you can probably tell I'm reading that out from the website. But the next one is Viva Insights. And Viva Insights will help people achieve balance, build better work habits, and find focus wherever and whenever they need it. They're excited to introduce Viva Insights, available in Microsoft Teams, starting today in public preview. Viva Insights gives individuals, managers, and leaders personalized and actionable insights that help everybody in an organization thrive. 
In addition to new productivity and well-being experiences and insights in Microsoft Teams, Reva Insights will, over time, bring the power of Microsoft Workplace Analytics and Microsoft My Analytics together under the Microsoft Viva brand. Viva Insights is designed to protect privacy. Personal insights are visible only to the individual and for manager and leader insights, customers can rely on safeguards like de-identification, aggregation, and differential privacy by default. Next up is Viva Learning empowers everyone to gain targeted skills in the flow of their work by creating a central hub for learning in Microsoft Teams where people can discover, share, assign, and learn from content libraries available across the organization. Viva Learning makes learning a natural part of your day, seamlessly connecting into the day-to-day of the 115 million daily users and teams. You can chat about learnings, learnings, that's what it says, and training, share content via chat, and pin curated resources collections to Teams channels and dedicated tabs and much more. Finally, we have Viva Topics. This uses artificial intelligence to empower people with knowledge and expertise in Microsoft Teams and the Microsoft 365 apps they use every day to connect, manage and protect content across systems and teams. Viva Topics is built on the content and platform services of Microsoft Teams and the Microsoft Graph and will deliver knowledge directly through the Teams user interface later this year. They are pleased to announce that today, Viva Topics has reached general availability for their commercial customers. Okay, so check out in the notes for more information about that. I think that's gonna be massive. So, so discussing this with Malcolm Bullock, you think this is gonna be quite a big thing from a cultural point of view, and it's definitely worth you having a look at and sharing with your colleagues. Okay, let's look at some bite size updates. Now we're gonna start off with some IR stuff and if I get any of this wrong folks, you gotta just bear with me because I don't have a single Apple device in my life or my house and there was anyone in my family. So if I mess any of this up, then just bear with me and go read it for yourself. Okay, so page rotation for IOS to view uh, OneDrive PDF uh, files. And next we have an update to the Ink Toolbox for IOS, so Word, Excel, and PowerPoint, that is gonna get shuffled around and there's some uh, things coming into it. You might find one or two things get reset as well, so it's definitely worth you having a look at what's changing there if you use that on a regular basis. PDF bookmark for OneDrive for iOS, this looks quite nice actually. So anywhere in um, PDF you are, you can long press on uh, on the words, for example. Uh, and then when you look at the uh, at, at view you got there on the right hand side, you'll see that you've got bookmarks in those documents and you can ju- jump straight to those bookmarks. Microsoft Lists is coming to us. And Microsoft Teams users using an iPad and in a live event can now present. Okay, so previously they were, uh, they could only view, but now they can present using their iPad as well. Okay, another bite size update. So those of you who are Power Platform uh, users, so Microsoft have released uh, the Wave 1 plans. And look in the notes for, uh, for a link to this or just uh, just look it up. So if you look at this document, it gives you all of the, um, the, the, the feature changes which are coming through uh, April through to September, so end of spring into the summer. Uh, definitely worth having a look at that. And there's one for Dynamics as well. 
but uh, it's quite a nice looking document. Large gallery view and together mode coming to the Edge and Chrome browsers. That is actually important because I actually know of an organization who are still, uh, that they are some of, their, some of their machines, people can only access Teams in the cloud uh, and in the browser. So that's worth, uh, it's, it's, it's definitely a good thing that's, that's coming along. Microsoft List and SharePoint, getting thousand separators and some column settings in the Gridville, grid view. Look on the right hand side, you can see there that uh, the, the, some of those options are there. It saves you having to come out of uh, grid, grid view and then to, to make those changes. So it's just a little bit slicker. New Teams meetings lobby settings. So this is quite useful. So you get a bit more control over, uh, over your meetings. So you can decide who is able to bypass the lobby and who comes straight through. This option is about only allowing people who were directly invited in the calendar invite versus those people, say, who had the uh, the invite forwarded to them. SharePoint page authoring, so a new first run experience. I'm not sure about this one because I, I don't know, um, if I'm honest, how many people are going to be opening a page They've got, they've got edit rights and they're gonna start editing and authoring pages and then they're gonna they're gonna need to know how to uh, get, get a guided walkthrough on how you add web parts, etc. But maybe it's maybe it'll work. Um, I'm not sure whether that audience would be getting a little bit of training in advance or doing some of their own work, but um, but yeah, that's a, that's quite a nice feature coming along. I'd be interested to see how useful it actually is though. And we've got some ones to watch, going a little bit further. So these, these aren't going to drop imminently, but it's worth having a look at for uh, ink and highlights in Excel. So you can just scroll over there, over your uh, Excel spreadsheets uh, in the web. Teams change the display of hierarchical sensitivity labels. So, okay, this is important. This, uh, the top uh, image there on the right hand side, you can see that the label is finance. But actually, in this occasion, finance is the child label. Uh, but actually, the bottom one there, it's uh, it's confidential. So it's confidential, finance, but it's going to show the parent from now on. So in, in this case, uh, confidential. Message reminders for Outlook on the web. So I quite like this. So picture you getting an email and it's asking you for something. And you know what? You have a busy day. A few days later, it kind of drops down your list and goes a bit out of sight. Outlook is going to remind you that someone asked for something or you said you were going to do something and it didn't see uh, an email that that, uh, that corresponded to that. So it's just going to remind you that there's probably something that you've forgotten. Okay, so intelligent file recommendations for Planner. So when you're adding uh, files to uh, Planner, it's just going to be a little bit more helpful uh, and, and suggest uh, files which might support that uh, task that you're working on. Okay, that brings us pretty much to the end of our time together. So, as usual folks, I appreciate that this might not be your preferred format, so look out for updates uh, on Facebook. There's a Facebook page, a Facebook group, uh, YouTube, uh, LinkedIn. You might, maybe you prefer to just listen, so get your podcast player out and look me up there. Uh, you might want the updates on, uh, on the website. Generally speaking, at Super Simple 365, I'll just do a search for Super Simple 365 and you'll find the updates and me. Now, this I know that you get asked this all the time with all the videos that you watch or the podcasts that you listen to, but please give me a thumbs up, give me a subscribe, turn on those notifications. It makes a big difference 
to, uh, to, to, to how uh, the content surfaces. So if you like the content, please just take one second just to do that. Folks, that's it. I'll speak to you again soon.